Welcome to the last episode of our best of 2023 series. And you guys, it's the last episode of 2023. Today's best of episode revolves around one of my favorite topics, and that is focus. We often underrate focus as assistants. We often think that we need to juggle more and hold more in our head than we actually do. We often feel it's very important to be distracted. And Today, I'm going to be talking about how we inadvertently train our brains not to focus. We actually train our brains to be focus intolerant and how we go about overcoming this. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Croner. I'm a former assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, how are you all doing today? I am doing really, really well. It is May when I'm recording this podcast episode, and I am loving the weather. Here in Denver, we had a lot of smoke for the last week or so, maybe last week and a half. There were over 80 forest fires up in Canada, and that air blew blew down. So I really haven't been out running. I did not want to be outside in it. And this week, it has all blown over, and I am so thrilled. I'm so excited to be sitting in my office with the window open again. I'm really excited to be able to go running tomorrow morning. So yeah, life is good. Life is really good right now. And so today, I'm going to be sharing a new concept with all of you. So if you followed me for any amount of time, you know how much I advocate for us as assistants creating more focus in our day. I'm a huge advocate for focus because it absolutely revolutionized how I work and actually being able to focus on one thing at a time is really the secret sauce for success as an assistant. It will help improve your time management if you're able to focus on one thing at a time because we aren't spending as much time switching between tasks. Up to 40% of our time could be spent switching between tasks if we're of the mindset that we can multitask. And multitasking is not really the best use of your time anyway, so I'm a big, big fan of focus. Focus can also reduce mistakes because when we are focused on one thing, the chances of us making a mistake are so much less than when we are pulled in a million different directions. Focus can also help reduce overwhelm because when you're focused on one thing and you're really like dialed into that one thing, we aren't thinking about all the things on our plate. We're just thinking about the next one thing that needs to get done. We're focused and and we're making progress on that one most important thing. And it also helps you not to burn out because your brain isn't going a million different directions all the time and you're able to focus on what's important in the moment. So I am just a huge fan of focus for your success as an assistant and also for your well-being as a human with a human brain. So why is it then that we don't incorporate more focus time throughout our day? So many of us have trained our brains not to tolerate focus. So the concept I'm introducing today is focus intolerance. (laughs) And I've just seen this so much with my clients and I myself have experienced this. Um, 
especially when I first started to incorporate focus sessions throughout my day, I just had noticed that my brain would want to go look on social media or, oops, I forgot to do this one thing, so I'm going to look into that real fast. Or or we're working with all the tabs open, so then our brain, it's just really easy for our brains to not focus. And so we really have trained our brains not to focus over time. And when you do that, that's when things like burnout can take root. That's when things like overwhelm can really overcome us. A few of the causes of focus intolerance, there again, I mentioned this one just a second ago, we work with all the tabs open. The apps on our phone are constantly paying us. So if you have social media on your phone and or even email notifications on your phone or even Slack or anything like that, the apps on our phone can constantly be pinging you and drawing your focus away from the task at hand. Another reason why we are unable to tolerate focus is we don't press pause on the incoming stream of requests. So things like strategies, actually, like closing out of your inbox or closing out of Teams or closing out of Slack or whatever messaging app your office uses can be a great way to press pause on the incoming stream so that you aren't triaging something while you're trying to focus on getting a task done and completed, on getting a project, an important thing off your plate. And then also, all of these things provide the instant gratification of a dopamine hit. So then our body chemistry is literally backing up this focus intolerance. It's literally backing up the inability to focus because of the instant dopamine hit that happens whenever we train our brain in a way that's not helpful, that's not productive, that's not the most optimal use of your time and energy. Um, All of this has quite literally trained our brains not to focus. So when I'm working with a client, especially one who's experienced burnout or is recovering from burnout or is like on the brink of burnout, we talk a lot about focus and tolerance and how to incorporate more focus throughout their day because focus is really the key to success, as I mentioned before. And so we, we do a lot of troubleshooting. We look at their thoughts regarding certain situations. We look at their thoughts regarding certain expectations they have of themselves and certain expectations they think others have of them as well. And we kind of unravel some of those thoughts and we dive deep into them because the inability to focus and the belief that you can't focus at your job, that you have to be all things to all people, that you have to multitask, that you can't close out of your inbox, that you can't carve out time in your day to actually sit down and Um, push pause on everything and focus on that one really high priority uh, situation or a high priority task or um, or project is a lie it is a lie there are strategies you can put in place to be able to manage all the things and to know where everything is at and to focus more in your day I also just want to name something here. If you're neurodiverse in any way, if you struggle with focus and it's a chemical thing in your brain, I realize that there are members of my audience who are neurodivergent. If this is you and you have a difficult time with focus, I see you. Now this goes for everyone. You are the expert in your own life. So I want you to take what is helpful from this episode and implement it. I also want you to question the belief that you can't focus at all or get those 
those high level tasks or projects done and off your plate because you're unable to focus at all. So I want you to kind of challenge your brain a little bit, neurodivergent or not, because we all have belief systems about what we're capable of and we tend to function within those belief systems. So actually questioning those belief systems for all of us will be helpful. And if you're neurodivergent or or even if you're not, I want you to take what is helpful from this episode and then just leave the rest. Just leave the rest. I'm sharing from my own personal experience. I'm sharing from the experience of my clients around what has been helpful for me in terms of focus. So saying that, now we're going to ask the question, how do we move past this focus intolerance? How do we actually create focus throughout our day in a way that will serve us and in a way that will help us reduce mental fatigue, reduce things that are causing burnout for you, uh, reduce the mistakes, all of that. The first strategy I have for you all, or the first kind of tip I guess this is more than anything, is to be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. It is not easy to create new neural pathways and to create um a new way of doing things, especially when your body is so used to and your brain is so used to functioning in one particular way. So having patience for yourself is paramount to success whenever we incorporate anything new into our lives, whenever we incorporate a new way of thinking, a new way of being. It's really kind of an identity shift. And so instead of giving into that instant gratification of that dopamine hit in the moment and like looking at all the tabs or doing all the things or trying to do everything all at once or whatever the case may be for you, we're actually going to have to take a step back, slow down and be patient with ourselves because new, new ways of doing things, it's difficult for, for all of us. Our brain is so used to doing things a certain way that even if it's not optimal, even if it's not serving you, your brain is just going to want to continue to do things that way. And the other, another kind of strategy as I set us up, I'm going to give you boots on the ground strategies in just a minute. So hang with me. But before I do, there's another strategy that I really want us all to look at and implement. I want us all to examine the thoughts and thinking patterns that are keeping you from pressing pause on the incoming stream of tasks or keeping you from closing out of your tabs or keeping you from silencing your phone notifications or whatever your particular hangup with focus is, we need to really examine the thoughts and thinking patterns that are keeping you from all of those things. I revolutionized my work life by just closing out of my email inbox. And you know I've said this a million times on this podcast before, but closing out of your email inbox can be such a game changer. It really, really can. And then also having a system for managing everything. So systematizing your email inbox and checking that and sending out calendar invites, systematizing your task list through Trello or Office Auto or some other system that you have in place for you that will serve you. Um, those things can be game changers. And so I really want us to examine the thoughts and thinking patterns that are keeping you from actually implementing those strategies throughout your day. And typically there's some kind of sneaky thing that that will impact how we view ourselves as an assistant. Like I need to be available to my team or my executive expects me to be in my inbox all the time or whatever the case may be, whatever that thought is that is keeping you from actually pressing pause on the incoming stream, getting out of Slack, getting out of Teams, getting out of whatever messaging app you're in, closing out of your inbox, we really, really need to examine those thought patterns. 
And then now kind of moving more into the nuts and bolts strategy is to just have a conversation with your executive or the multiple people that you support. So executive, executives, your team, whatever the case may be, having a conversation with those people and telling them that you are intending to incorporate more focus throughout your day. And so this is going to look like closing out of your email inbox for 20 minutes. And with my executive, I always let him know that I was going to be out of my inbox. He knew that. So he would text me in the case of an emergency. And the text notification was the one notification I had live on my phone. And it is to this day. I have text notifications because I get texts from my kid's school. I get texts from my husband. I get texts from my, I used to get texts from my executive when I was working for him, right? So that's the one app that I've chosen for me to keep open and live on my phone. And I don't get that many texts. So I know when I do that I really need to pay attention. So that's a good strategy for you guys. If your executive still wants to have access to you and you have closed out of your inbox, you can always tell him to text you. So just having those conversations, having clear communication, also setting the expectation and setting the boundary for yourself that you're not going to be Miss Johnny on the spot or Miss Juanita on the spot with clo- in terms of like, your email inbox. Because a lot of us have also trained other people that we're just going to respond immediately, right? And so here is where I encourage us all to start in terms of overcoming focus intolerance. I want you all to start with 20 minutes of focus time. That's it. Just 20 minutes. And I was thinking back when I first started incorporating more focus throughout my day, what did I do? Because I had a lot of anxiety about closing out of my inbox. I had a a lot of anxiety about not being um, available to people in that way. I had a lot of anxiety about closing out of my tabs. I had a lot of anxiety about something that I may miss, right? But I started out with 20 minutes a day. And 20 minutes a day, not 20 minutes a day, sorry, 20 minute sessions, 20 minutes at a time. So I close out of my email inbox. I close out of all my tabs that I wasn't using and I get to work. And I will tell you that my brain threw up a lot of reasons and a lot of excuses why this wouldn't work and why I needed to like check something when I was in the middle of a focus session on something really important and high level. And I'd be working away and my brain would offer up, oh, we didn't do that one thing. Let's just do that real fast. It'll only take two seconds. And that's the problem when we don't actually allow ourselves to focus throughout our day and we don't actually allow ourselves to close out of all the things and to actually focus is that we train our brain to go to that next thing that it wants to focus on, right? And here's the deal with that. I would always have my Trello board open. And so if something came to mind, I would just pop in my Trello board, write it down, and then I would go back, dive back into my focus session. So There are ways to kind of manage it as you're trying to navigate and negotiate creating more focus throughout your day. Um, You can write it down on a pen and paper and then put it into your task management system later, whatever you you have to do for yourself, but actually allow yourself to focus for 20 minutes. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to feel good because your brain has literally trained itself to rely on the dopamine hit of getting tasks done immediately right? Of getting, of getting that thing off your plate that may be lower level, but you, is nagging you. And of also switching, like the brain, the brain, there's like this weird dopamine hit whenever we switch from one thing to like something else that can be done faster. Whenever we complete that faster thing, our brain gets a dopamine hit. So just be aware of the chemical nature of your brain and how it likes to function too. 
So these are the strategies I have for you guys. We are going to be patient with ourselves. We are going to examine the thoughts and thinking patterns that are keeping us from pressing pause on the incoming stream of tasks. We're going to have the conversations we need to have to create more focus throughout our day. And we're just going to start small with 20 minutes. And as your focus muscle begins to strengthen, because I do feel like focus is a muscle for most of us, especially if you have not, if you have not, um, if you've not been focusing and you've just been allowing yourself to be pulled in a million different directions, it is going to take some time to build that focus muscle. It's going to take some time. So just start with 20 minutes, set a timer, set a timer on your phone, set a timer. Uh, if you've got like, I don't know, a stopwatch or whatever you need to do to set a timer on your computer, set a timer for 20 minutes and do not get up from your chair. Do not deviate from the plan. Stick to the thing. Focus on the thing for 20 minutes. And then maybe just reflect afterwards. Like, okay, so that focus session went pretty well. I noticed myself getting distracted here and here. I triaged it this way. <laughs> and just get really, really clear on those, those thoughts that will come up as you're in the focus session always a good idea to kind of maybe write those down, look at them later. And so that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you find it helpful. I will say that creating more focus throughout your day is also kind of entwined with creating good systems that work for you. It's like, how do you want to show up for work? How do you want to show up for life? Do you want to show up stressed out to the nines and making mistakes and overwhelmed? Or would you rather show up with a plan in place um, allow yourself the gift of that focus time and just see if if it doesn't shift something for you. I know it was a total game changer for me and allowing myself to create the systems that would allow me to focus throughout my day was totally revolutionary for me. So I hope that this episode has helped you kind of frame focus in a different way look at the look at focus as more of a muscle that needs built and to really address your focus intolerance so that is what i have for you guys today be intentional be whole that is all for now i help assistants apply the concepts i share on this podcast if you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you please email me at annie at to schedule your complimentary discovery call 